independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, we live in a world where definition matters, right? You decide you're a man, you're a man, even if you have lady bits. If you're a woman, you decide, hey, I'm a man. I I I believe I identify as a man. Well, then then, then we we're like, all right, you're a man, whatever, right? If you're if you're a, if you're a guy and you're like, you know what, my name's Linda. We're like, all right, we're gonna call you Linda because that's what you want to be called. You identify as Linda, knock yourself out. But we've gotten to this weird world of where whatever you want to be, knock yourself out. We're now there when it comes to recession. What? Yes, we're there when it comes to recession. We're going to have a new definition potentially for a recession. And I love how everybody is trying to define it at the White House as maybe something different in this administration as something different. Not even getting to the point where... We are officially, quote-unquote, in a recession, but they're already trying to redefine said recession. Go. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession, no? That's not the technical definition. There's an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. And most of the data that they look at right now continues to be strong. I will be amazed if the NBER would declare this period to be a recession. So we're going to redefine what a recession is. Okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to redefine what a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activities are reduced, generally identified by the fall of two consecutive quarters in the GDP. So we're going to redefine it. It is weird. Let's not pretend that, that, that all recessions are the same. The Great Depression recession in 2008 will be different than this one. But there's something going on, an underlining feel of, of stuff that is happening right now. I've said it over and over again. You ask 100 people about how do you feel about said economy, you might get 20 people like, I feel okay. I feel good. You know, I'm fine. But you might get 60 people or 70 people go, you know, uh, it feels weird, awkward, odd, not quite sure what's going on, right? Then you get 10% and ain't paying attention to anything. But you're going to get people that that feel there's something underneath. It just doesn't feel right. So that's where we're going right now. We're going to redefine the word recession. That's if we are even in said recession. Because we're not quite there yet. We won't know for a couple days if we've hit two consecutive quarters of, of, of contraction in our GDP. It's odd. Now we're going to define it based on job numbers. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, the employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. My, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. <sighs> Will we or won't we? I don't know. I'd be lying if I didn't say that there has been a slowdown in a lot of things. 
yesterday, Walmart kind of signaled that maybe uh, things aren't rolling in the way that people in the White House think they are. He says shoppers are trimming spending on big-ticket electronics and clothing and that Walmart is cutting prices on things like apparel to clear it from store shelves and warehouses. Now, those lower prices are welcome news for shoppers, but they also mean weaker expectations and potential problems for the economy. Walmart stock is plunging on the news, and other retailers like Target and Amazon are seeing their share prices fall as well. That's right. So Rebecca Jarvis there talking about the CEO of Walmart. What he said is, hey, I'm looking around and... Inflationary fears have hit us. Uh, People are pulling back on the goods that drive the marketplace, not the staple of stuff, which is food and things of that nature, which is 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 still out there. Right? You're buying food. The necessities don't drive the marketplace the way that the goods and services do, meaning buying goods doing certain things, having certain things, taking trips, whatever it is that little thing, the the wants and the needs are separate. American consumers are being forced to cut back because of soaring food and fuel prices. That is the most important takeaway from Walmart's earnings overnight. Walmart, which is one of the largest employers in the country with about 1.6 million workers, is also the biggest grocer in the U.S. and considered a bellwether for our economy. And the company's CEO specifically cited double-digit food inflation as affecting how customers spend. Yeah. So people are holding back if they have disposable income. uh, And that's an if. So I don't know what's coming Wednesday. Do I feel like we're kind of heading there? Yeah. I I feel like we're going to have a a quote-unquote, in theory, technically, potentially a recession. Uh, Does it mean that we're going to smash into the side of the mountain, uh, you know, or is it going to be a soft landing? I don't think we're smashing into the mountain. I think it could be a bumpy landing, but I don't think it's going to be... You know, and I think it's going to be different. Some people are going to be fine through it. Others are going to struggle. We know that. All that being said, we don't have to have 10, 12, 15 percent unemployment for there to be a recession. If we went from three point six percent to five and a half percent unemployment, six percent unemployment, that's a huge jump where we are now, considering we're still having trouble finding workers. For a lot of things. But there's just a sense that, you know, they're out there and they're going to spin it because that's what you do. That is politics. You spin it the way that you think you are. And in a world of we get to identify anything the way we want to, why not? Economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely. And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER, as as we have stated, of how they define uh, recession. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. So they're not going to define it. The NBER, a monthly, uh, and this is their definition of recession. A monthly concept that takes account a number of monthly indicators such as employment, personal income, and industrial production, as well as quarterly GDP. So you're going to go and you're going to find what you can and who you can that may give you the definition of the things that you want. Okay? That's, that's kind of what happens in the world that we live in today. 
always been that way. I mean, you could go find scientists that if you say, hey, tell me something great about, you know, whatever. And you would think, how could they tell you something great about Coca-Cola? Oh, they'll figure something out. So you want that. You're going to confirmation bias. You're going to go find somebody who says, we're not really in a recession the way that people think we're in a recession. And that's what it is. When you have other people out there who are going to be going, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't care what you say. We're there. We are there. It's like George Orwell who said it best, right? The best way to control a society is to control its language first. Just like diversity is conformity, inclusion is exclusion. Now, apparently, a recession is something other than two consecutive quarters of GDP decline. Most sophisticated investors in the market have already quietly accepted the fact that we are in a recession, regardless of what this administration says. Investors pay attention to companies' earnings. Just look at Walmart's disastrous report where they slashed their profit expectations for the future. So investors aren't really going to pay attention to what the administration says. They know what's really going on. Yeah, because the administration is trying to get reelected. The institutions of money earning, capitalism, uh, economy are trying to figure out how do we maneuver through this. And that was Vivek Ramswar, uh, Ramswari, who is a, he's a big tech guru, right? Does all kinds of stuff. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, and, you know, he is saying, look, I, I don't care what you say or how you want to define it. It is what it is. And the people that do it for a living, that deal with it, not to try to forecast it, right? Not to play patty cake with it. We understand what's here. But the thing to pay attention to here is that it's not just the recession that matters. We are also facing rampant nine plus percent inflation. And in the market, you can either have recession without inflation. You could, in principle, have nine plus percent inflation without a recession. It's a double whammy for us right now. We're facing both. And meanwhile, the people in charge of this administration are focusing on changing the language that tells you a bit about where their priorities are. Yeah, it's about language anyways, right? This was one of those things where, again, if you want to identify, you want to say this, you want to say that, and that's what you want to be. Well, why not do it? For, if we can do it for that, right? If we, could, if we can go to look at somebody and say, all right, you're now uh, you're a two-spirit. You don't have a gender. There's no more binary. And we'll define it that way. And you can identify what's your truth. Why can't it be their truth? And they're going to spin it that way, regardless of what Thursday says. And again, I'm hoping that we're not in a quote-unquote recession. But I think a lot of people are feeling like we're in something that doesn't seem like we're bullying forward. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of stuff to get to today. Apparently animals have been angry over the last couple days. Uh, and a lot of these animals have nothing to do with sharks, and mostly because they're probably pissed because, like, why did they get a whole week? Right? Why do we get nothing? They get a week and we get nothing. Talk about that. Plus, I'm going to tell you why you need not worry about a recession. And I have got your retirement plan straight ahead. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens.com slash Chad. Go there, get a free bag of Rough Greens. And after you're here for my sweet retirement plan, it's, hey, it won't even matter. You can buy them for the whole world. Now, what is Rough Greens? Well, it's the best supplement in the world for your dog. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. Sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. What do you have? You have a supplement that will give your dog energy, a supplement that will help your dog with the skin, digestive tract, and aches and pains, joints, things of that nature, and it is incredible. They don't want you to change anything else with Rough Greens. What they want you to do is see what Rough Greens can do for your dog. 
It is truly amazing. It's helped my dogs tremendously, and it will help yours. Right now, get a free bag of Rough Greens. Cover the cost of shipping. That's all they ask. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Free bag. Cover the cost of shipping. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say All this talk of recession, recession, Chad, bring us good news, please, for the love of God. Well, yeah, there's good news. My goodness me, I've got your retirement plan. If a single winner matches each number, the Mega Millions cash option would be worth 470.1 million bucks after taxes, falling right behind the largest amounts ever won. $1.6 billion in January of 2016, $1.5 billion in October of 2018, and $1 billion in January of last year. Come on. We're all hoping for the billion, right? I mean, we are. There's a portion of us that's like, I'd like to see it get to a billion, because I feel like 470, it's a good number for me. I'm not going to uh, lie about that. It's a good... But I think... We can do better. <laughs> Who's with me? Who is with me? Raise your hand. Fantastic. Fantastic. So let's do this. Let's get it to a billion. But just in case I end up winning again tonight, what are we going to do with the money? Got to do some smart things, right? Most lottery winners will buy new cars or homes and pay off debt. But some will start their own TV shows. Restalicious, founded by Jay Vargas. She whips her into the corner. The show folding after one season. Others launching a more successful endeavor. Titanic Irish Whiskey, founded by a winner with a taste for the hard stuff. And John Cootie, one of a $319 million jackpot winner in 2011, donated part of his sum to build a water park in his hometown in honor of his and his wife's parents. It's nice, right? Got to do something smart with it. Investments, right? Uh, what else are you going to do? I mean, if you're a boss, let's say today you win and you're, you're, you've got huge winnings. You walk out to everybody who's working for you, right? And their life as of minions are going to continue on uh, today. And they're not the good minions like Bob on the old, uh, the old Minions movie. No, 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 no. No, they're just out there slaving away. Todd Graves, the boss man behind Raising Cane's, buying 50,000 tickets, one for each of the restaurant chain's employees. If any of them hit the lucky numbers, the prize money would be split among all the workers. $810 million divided by 50,000 would mean more than 16,000 bucks per person before taxes. Yeah, so look at that. See, that's nice, right? We're all trying. We're all doing it. And you know you get to a point where it's like, and I'm not a big gambler. Eh, it's not my gig. But I'll tell you this right now. You throw a couple bucks at something. Change your life. Right? Change your life. That's what happens. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Tell you what, a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in here in Arizona, we've got a major race going on uh, when it comes for governor. And this is being looked at by a lot of different people as maybe the bellwether of Trumpism in the country. Is his grip on the party still there? 
Is it not there? Is he is he losing some of that grip? That's uh, it's a very interesting question. It's hard to tell. My my thing is with Trump, and we'll touch a bit more on it. Is when Trump shows up, how many people are really there because they're excited about the person they're coming to see? That's not Trump. Very few. Very, very few. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Plus, monkeypox is on the rise. You don't want the monkeypox. You do not. I repeat, you don't want to get this thing because apparently it's nasty. So if you're not going to a rave (laughs) and going to have... Uh, you know, some sort of Euro sex with several men. Chances of you getting the monkey pockets pox may be slim, but it doesn't mean that we can't freak out about it here in America because we're great at that. Indeed. 323-538-2423. And animals pissed off uh, at a lot of things. But I think they're really just jealous of what's going on with the sharks, how they got their own week. And they're like, man, we don't get, n- we get nothing. Not a thing. Plus another phenomenal story. This may top or at least come close to the guy who killed his buddy so he could feed him to Bigfoot guy. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The world is burning. Fires everywhere. Fires! Although we had rain overnight. The kids see the rain coming in, and they start thinking to themselves, oh, no. So what happened on Sunday, not this past Sunday, two days ago, but Sunday last week, when we had that weird storm that rolled in, and we had a microburst, and knocked all the power out for a couple days. And then we had uh, the same thing on Sunday, but it was very minor. Uh, and it was very quick. And it's weird that, the, you know, the amount of rain that we get in certain times here. And I try to explain, if you've never lived in places that, that don't get any rain, when there's any rain that shows up, they're like, why do you guys drive crazy? I'm like, you guys don't understand. You get rain all the time and you get snow. So you never have any real oil or grease or anything that gets on the roads. We get all of that. We don't get rain and snow. See, so there's a reason why your roads buckle in the heat and ours don't. And there's a reason ours become hydroplane nightmares when there's any rain. Because it just becomes an oil slick. (laughs) Driving this morning, I was fine, but I got off the freeway and it was, whoa. Just a smidge of rain. Just, oh, God. And the excitement, right? Like, they all bring out their Doppler 5000. Well, our Doppler, you know, NBC's got Doppler 5000. We got a Doppler 12,000. You're like, oh, my God. That's like 7,000 more Dopplers. <laughs> it is. It is. Truly is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. People ask, why don't you tweet? I'm like, you know, it's because you guys argue all the time. Again, I could say hello, and somebody's going to tell me to blank off. 
Call Me a Nazi. That's my favorite. You're a Nazi. Based on just curious. Look, I'll listen to what you have to say. <laughs> Dude, but you understand you're a Nazi. Okay, but based on what? So, monkeypox is everywhere. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, well, it's everywhere, apparently. Uh, the pain level, said one person. Beginning, the pain was like on a one to 10. It was like at an eight or a nine half the time. Yeah. A man who goes by the name of Jonathan Arroyo. Uh, his pain level is right now an eight out of 10. How did you catch it? Was it sex? I didn't get it from having sex. I got it from going out and partying and doing normal day-to-day things. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, Jonathan. I mean, it's a vast, even, even, uh, uh, was it, what do you call him? Javier Bacaria, Becerra, who's the health and human services, uh, clown over there at the White House. He even said, eh, it's mostly from, you know, unprotected sex, men going out having unprotected sex. It, you know, Euro dudes. <laughs> Chad. What's it feel like? They would sting randomly. Like they would feel like jolts of pain. They would be dull for the most part, but then out of nowhere, I would get like a strike in one of them or in some of them. And then they would burn or itch if I messed with them or if I touched them or if I laid the wrong way. It really felt like someone took a match and was setting fire to my skin at some points. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. So let's not catch the monkeypox, which apparently is now in every state out there. So let's not catch the monkeypox. How do you do that? Don't have unprotected sex. Kind of hang out with the people you hang out with. Don't swap uh, spittle. Things of that nature. I, mean, I, I, I feel like you've got to try. Kind of like we used to talk about all the time with, with the Ebola virus. Like, you've got to make an effort. And even at that point, you, you, you've got to, you know. So this is what the who says. Woo! Uh, and they're recommending, you know, to reduce exposure to monkeypox, especially with close contacts with secretions from the respiratory tract or skin lesions, as well as recently contaminated objects. Recommendations uh, from health experts include washing your hands frequently, avoiding contact and infected people, among other measures. I think we could do that. Is it, can we all do that? I think we could do that. I gotta be so. Let's say, let's say Anthony comes and sees me, right? Or or Phil flies out here, and Phil gets off the airplane, and he's got lesions all over him, and he's dripping goo. I'm gonna tell him I don't think we could be friends. <laughs> For now, maybe later we'll revisit. Like who goes near somebody? Hey, dude, come over to my house. I got open source. <laughs> when you take a look at this, tell me what you think it is. I think you're gross, and I think I'm not coming near you. Jeez, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. They want their own show. I think we all know that. And by that, I mean any animal that's not the shark. Because the shark dominates everything. It's shark week. Right? You don't have whale week. Why? Because whales, nobody cares. Right? We like the orcas. We want to save them. There's something dangerous, right? Orca didn't do the phenomenal Richard Harris movie with Bo Derek, who gets her leg bitten off spectacularly in Orca. Orca didn't do what Jaws did. 
Jaws was a phenomenon. Jaws launched, launched the summer blockbuster. Orca did not. It did not. It did none of those things. Did not do any of those things. But animals, they want stuff, right? You know? But trash pandas, raccoons, we're not watching any of those things. We like animals that have a bit of danger, right? Just a hint of something. And they're rising up because they want their own damn thing. We need something. So where do we start today? And producer Phil, remind everybody about nature. What can nature do to you? Nature will mess you up. Mess you up. Let's start here first and foremost. Uh, We will bring a whale into this. Uh, If you're going whale watching, know this. They're bigger than your boat. The humpback whale breached and landed on the bow of a 19-foot vessel around 10 a.m. yesterday in the area of Whitehorse Beach in Plymouth. Still photos show the sequence one frame at a time. The weight of the whale on the bow launches the stern out of the water. This unfolded right in front of them, so they were able to kind of quickly and easily get to the the boater that uh, had the whale land on their bow, make sure everybody was okay. Uh, And the boat sustained some light damage, but it was still seaworthy, and they were able to get back to Plymouth. Remember when Plymouth Rock didn't land on something? Well, guess what? This one truly landed on you. (laughs) Chad, that's not very funny. I'm just being honest. Again, everybody wants their own show, and you don't get your own show by being nice and cute anymore. You get your own show by being crazy. Case in point, you think you're just fishing? Stabbed by a fish. A woman was on a fishing trip off the Florida coast when her companions hooked not a shark, but a sailfish, a hundred pounder. And while reeling it in, the fish jumped out of the water and stabbed her with its pointed bill. She's 70, went to the hospital and tells the Martin County Sheriff's Office that it all happened so fast she didn't have time to react. Sailfish are among the fastest fish in the ocean. Yeah, very stabby, apparently. Very, very stabby. But Chad, yeah, it gets worse. I mean, again, they're rising up. They want their own gig. Case in point, local seal, Rocky. Rocky the local seal. What did Rocky do? The seal, known to locals as Rocky, was making loud noises on Sunday, apparently looking for her two-week-old pup. But the 60-year-old swimmer from California was unaware. So people started screaming. People were like, somebody call 911. That's when the woman stood up, heard the crowd yelling, and tried to swim away from the seals before Rocky bit her, leaving cuts on her face, back, and arm. I have never in my life seen something like that. My heart goes out to this poor woman because she must have been absolutely mortified. Yeah, mortified. Why? Because it's giant and big. Wants no part of you. Rocky was pissed. Hawaiian monk seals are endangered and protected under state law. A nearby canoeer paddled toward the swimmer and blocked her from the seal. It was a brutal attack. It, it was brutal. Uh, it was rough to watch. She, at one point, her Rocky's mouth, I think, got a hold of her head. Others carried her to shore. The swimmer and her husband talked to state officials. She said, neither of us could sleep last night. Every time I closed my eyes, I was seeing the mother seal's mouth. Yeah. Again, don't mess with animals. Nature, as we know, will not just mess you up with the heat and everything. And you're saying, Chad, well, thank God nobody died. Unfortunately, that is not true. And this one is, well, this one is uh, something that's bad. Because I have snakes like this. And I will tell you, I say it all the time. Uh... 
I don't have poisonous snakes. I got young ones, so I wouldn't do any of those things. Uh, but with my big snakes, and by big snakes, I mean, yes, I've got, you know, uh, my snakes are rather large. I knowingly will not handle them alone when they get to a certain size because it can go bad. The officers walk into the hallway and they see the male, the victim, lying on the floor. He's unresponsive. He's partially in the hallway and kind of partially in a, like a back bedroom, spare room. They observe a very large snake, which has the midsection of the snake wrapped around the throat of the male at that time. The midsection of the snake was wrapped around his neck, which means it wasn't a defensive bite or attack on the, on the human. It's just they have no arms and legs. They have no way to kind of like hold on except for their bodies. And their bodies at 15 feet, that's pure muscle. Pure muscle is what happened. Pennsylvania man dead because, well, his snake was big. Wasn't being mean, wasn't trying to eat him. But the reality is when you take something out like that and it's probably north of 150 pounds and it is all muscle and people say well how can that be well think about this for a second you ever watched a ufc fight and they get him in the you know the chokehold imagine that multiply that by several people that's how badass these snakes are when it comes to the strength and they don't know it rudy arceo of the venom institute says it doesn't appear the snake was on the attack he spent his life working with reptiles and helping others learn about them and how to care for them our four pillars of our organization is conservation, education, rehabilitation, and training. He says Pennsylvania has no laws on the books forbidding snake ownership, but certain towns and counties do. That doesn't mean that people should be going willy-nilly and just buying whatever they want and then not understanding the proper care and understanding if it's dangerous or not. He says Sensman's death should be a warning to others who simply want to own one of these animals. Even those with experience can have accidents. There are a lot of people that love their animals, that take care of them, and they do very well. Yes. you got to be careful. Nature will mess you up. Even if you bring nature in your home. I'm like uber careful with my lizards. I'm uber careful with my snakes. Over careful for some people. When I was younger, I was probably foolish and stupid. This guy wasn't. And it's sad, but, it, you know, you cannot handle big snakes like that by themselves. So watch out where you're going. Nature's pissed. It wants its own show. All of these groups are getting together because they're looking around saying, why do the sharks have all the fun? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Eden Pure is part of nature. It's the Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier around. Plug straight into the wall. Super cool. Use code CHAD3. You're going to get $200 off. The best air purifier. You're never going to have to worry about filters again. And it doesn't mask the odors. There's a lot of things out there. They, well, it doesn't smell as bad. It smells a little... This doesn't do that. This destroys the odors. Crushes the odors. And that's what's amazing about Eden Pure. Over 250,000 sold and selling a ton every day. If your house has a little bit of smell, get rid of it. If your house has a lot of bit of smell and you're like, I don't know what to do. Get rid of it. If your kids are just smelly, your husband, the litter box, get rid of it with Eden Pure, Oxy Leaf Tooth Thunderstorm. Free shipping, save $200. Eden Pure deals 
Chad3.com, code Chad3. EdenPureDeals.com, code Chad3. Save today. Free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, code Chad3. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. (gasps) I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. Because nobody in the history of ever has ever watched Terminator and find out how things end. We talk about nature messing you up. Well, we decided, hey, you know what's a great idea? Let's build robots. As part of the tournament, children got to play against this really powerful chess robot. It's not just a computer. Picture a big mechanical arm sitting across a table from you with a claw that can actually reach down and move the pieces. Claw. It moves. Well, this seven-year-old boy, one of the best in the country, is playing against the robot, and he gets excited, like a seven-year-old would. As the robot captures one of his pieces, the boy takes another piece, moves it to the same square. Well, the robot apparently did not like this gambit, because the next thing you know, the robot has reached down, it's grabbed the boy's finger, and it's not letting go. Because... Nobody's ever seen anything again that resembles a Terminator. It starts this way, right? Now it's got a taste of children's tears, which is one of the components to turning it into a wild killing beast. So understand that. It's got the taste. I like it. It is the taste of children's tears. Think about that for a second. And I love the Russian Federation chess guys like, well, you know, maybe he moved too fast and the robot, he didn't like that. So thought maybe he's, you know, doing something he shouldn't do. So he reached in and broke his finger as it should be done. <laughs> this is also the, did you guys see the, the robot dog last week with the machine gun on its back? Also in Russia. And if you think you can't control the chess thing, imagine this. Sweet mother of goodness. So you got a robot with a machine gun, and you can't control the chess kid-breaking finger robot. Wasn't over. People rush over, parents are called, and after a few seconds, the robot mercifully releases him. But it left him with a broken finger. The parents are getting prosecutors involved. An official from the Russian Chess Federation placed all the blame on the child, saying the kid violated the rules that say you have to wait for the move to be completed. He said, this is a quote, apparently children need to be warned. It happens, end quote. The boy was able to play the next day, though he did need help writing down his moves because, oh yeah, he had a broken finger. But the bigger question is how worried humans should be around robots. They do what they've been programmed to do, and if they haven't been trained to avoid humans, they're not going to. Luckily, this did not appear to be a case of a robot holding a grudge, because if that's what's coming next, checkmate. All we needed was children's tears, and we've got it. 
Evgeny's tear is dripped onto Robot. Now Robot is ready to go in full destruction mode. <laughs> Nature will mess you up. Now we're building things that are not natural to mess us up. Can we do anything right? Can we? I'm asking the question! 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You miss any of the program or any hours you don't get where you are. What are you doing? Complain! And also grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Now, you could worry about inflation, which is being renamed something else that makes the administration feel better about itself. Uh, You can worry about the potential for a recession, which is also being renamed if it makes everybody feel better. But why, when you have a chance to win $470-plus million after taxes? Why would you worry? You've got this. This is fine. Should be totally fine. I'm super excited. A couple bucks could change your life, or you could just lose a couple bucks. That's also something that could potentially happen. I'm just saying it. But, yes, we are redefining recession. If we are even going into said recession, which according to the grand the grand poobah, the elderly gentleman that sits at the White House in his rocking chair, running the free world, he says, nah, we're fine. We're not going to be in a recession, yeah. uh, in my view. Uh, the employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. My, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. Are we even in a recession? I've been saying I feel like we're in a recession. And everybody, you're an idiot. These economists are smarter than you say we're not. Well, I feel like we are. I mean, I would like not to be, but it just kind of feels like we are. So what is a recession? Well, it depends, because now we're going to redefine the whole thing. So we're going to redefine what a recession is. Based on words, because remember, this is uh, uh, the left side of the aisle is an aisle now that likes to define things in the way that they feel is the best way to define it for that moment. If you're a man and you believe you're a woman, then you're automatically a woman. I mean, Chad, there's more to it than that. I mean, not much more. (laughs) All right. No, it's not. Nothing really. If you're a woman, you believe you're a man, you're a man. Right. If, if, you know, it, we're changing words, right? There's nobody out there in the conservative world goes, you know what? Uh, I think we should use Z, Zer, the, they, them, tree. Do you hear about that one now? I'm like, you're not even, now it's just ridiculous. I'm telling you guys, there's got to be people. I was talking to my uncle the other day. I'm like, do you don't think there's two people in like a company that are like you and I that are just so full of crap? 
when it comes to hilarity and fun that we're not sitting around a table and they're just like, dude, let's mess with people and see if we can get them to change everybody's programs. <laughs> and then when they do, we're like, damn, what else can we get them to do? Yeah. So now, I mean, if we could do it for that, right, they're sitting around going, God, if we can get people to, to buy into all this inclusion, equity, and, 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 and equality, to, you know, whatever crap, we can change. Why not change the recession? Why not change the word? It's fantastic. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession, no? That's not the technical definition. There is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. And most of the data that they look at right now continues to be strong. I will be amazed if the NBER would declare this period to be a recession. So according to like just about everything you read, a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced generally identified by the fall of the GDP in two successive quarters. Now, we're going to find out Thursday, have we fallen for a second consecutive quarter? Because we contracted. You'll hear that word. What does contraction mean? Well, we, we've contra- we shrunk. All right? We went for a while, then we went for a while, then we went for a while, getting bigger. And all. Now we've shrunk. If we've done it again, in theory, it's a recession. Now, we're changing the words here. Oh, we are changing the words. You're right. And that's how you control things, kids. You change the words. It's like George Orwell who said it best, right? The best way to control a society is to control its language first. Just like diversity is conformity, inclusion is exclusion. Now, apparently, a recession is something other than two consecutive quarters of GDP decline. Most sophisticated investors in the market have already quietly accepted the fact that we are in a recession, regardless of what this administration says. Investors pay attention to companies' earnings, just look at Walmart's disastrous report where they slash their profit expectations for the future. So investors aren't really going to pay attention to what the administration says. They know what's really going on. Yeah. And and let's let's also understand the the one group is political, right? And the other one lives in a world of reality. So politicians goal is to always get reelected if you can if you're not you know if you're not timed out if you will right like oh i've done all the things i possibly can they're not gonna let me run for this again i've termed myself out what other thing can i run for where else could i be in government uh where business people small business owners consumers day-to-day individuals like you and i we live in a different world because where we live is based on production, productivity, the exchanging of, of, of money for goods. The inflation has kicked everybody in the grundle. It has. And inflation, yeah, has it, has it kicked the, uh, a lot of people in, in the world of, of politics in the grundle? Yeah, two ways. First of all, it's angered their constituents. Secondly, it's uh, they're paying higher prices too. But their job's not going anywhere. Where your job may go somewhere. Their job's not going anywhere. And your job may see a slowdown. 
your business may see a slowdown. Their job will still continue to function. But the thing to pay attention to here is that it's not just the recession that matters. We are also facing rampant nine plus percent inflation. And in the market, you can either have recession without inflation. You could, in principle, have nine plus percent inflation without a recession. It's a double whammy for us right now. We're facing both. And meanwhile, the people in charge of this administration are focusing on changing the language that tells you a bit about where their priorities are. Yeah, well, that's a lot of what goes on nowadays, right? It's definition. It's how do I define this? How do I break it down? How can I put somebody from point A to point B? It's all that baloney that we we see. Uh, And why not try it with this? Look, I don't know if we're in a recession. I feel like we are. And I've been saying that for several months. I think I've been kind of ahead of the game, you know, very understated in that. Uh, We've, you know, we've been saying "Eh, we're in a recession. And everybody's told me you're not. You're not. I don't want us to be in a recession. I don't think anybody does. But I'm also not going to define it as, well, based on, you know, the, you know, the uh, N, N, B, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, group uh, were not. Here's the thing. Get out and talk to people. Go talk to individuals. You know, they always say politics. All politics is eventually local. It's like that for anything. My buddy, who was a big uh, program director in radio for music he's a big speaker now goes around speaks to a bunch of people's very positive great guy he was really big for a while and people just say well how, how do you always get you know why do you always pick the right stuff because big artists and and record companies always come to him to listen to what he had to say and he was telling me one day he goes, you know, because so many of these things, well, we take it to focus groups. I go, what do you do? He goes, uh, I go to the mall. Or I go where the people are that this is aimed at. And I play it for them. And I sit down and talk to them. And I get a feel if they like it or not. I'm like, wow, that's pretty much yeah. If you ask 100 people right now, do you think the economy is going in the right direction? Go look at consumer confidence. It's down tremendously. People are worried about several things from from not the monkeypox. Nobody's nobody's not the monkeypox. What COVID might do and the reaction of it, small part. Obviously, what's going on in the Ukraine is an issue. But uh, several different things, including the fact that people are just dealing with inflation. They're paying way too much for things that they're staples of their lives. And the things that they used to have extra money for, the goods that they enjoy purchasing, they're not purchasing those things. Now with mortgage rates going up, people aren't buying homes the way they used to. People are paying cash for homes, but they're not taking out mortgages the way they used to. They're getting ready to see another rise in rates probably later on this week, which is going to make their credit card bills even more expensive. They're seeing slowdown is at their work. When you talk to the people, you'll get a real, actual, honest reaction from them rather than looking at focus groups and talking to people that have been in ivory towers and are at think tanks. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson. Shout! Should Twitter tweet at us, text the program. You miss any of the show. Grab the podcast. Raycon, best earbuds around. 
Love my Raycons. So does Jack. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Kids lose stuff all the time, right? I mean, we know that. So Jack has like two pairs of my Raycons, but he doesn't have full sets. He's got like one here, one there, uh, which drives me crazy, but it is what it is. So he comes up, you know, but he begs me, Dad, I got this cool phone, man. I got to have the matching, you know, super white, stemmy ones. I'm like, whatever. So he gets those for his birthday. He comes here. He sees my new everyday Raycons, and he's like, can I try those on? Because Lily stole my other ones, my stepdaughter. And I said, okay, okay. And she's like, Jack, they're so much better than these other ones. They're so much better. They fit. They don't hurt your ears. That's all they wear now. I'm telling you, it's kid approved, but it's amazing. 49,000 five-star reviews, the best earbuds around. Take it from kids. Again, like we are just talking about, they get it. I get it as well. And the thing he loves about it is the same thing I love about it, is the different modes that you can listen whether it's isolation mode to hear specifically one thing or it's the awareness mode. He loves that. Plus, you can time. It's just it's incredible. It is. Save 15%. Get the best earbuds around. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. I told him yesterday, I'm bringing my mics home because we're moving studios. I said, I'm going to make you come over and do a Raycon commercial because you need to for stealing all my Raycons. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let us take a peek and find out what's trending. <sighs> Start with Twitter today. Twitter. The Disney-backed streaming service, Hulu, is refusing to run political ads on uh, central themes of the Democratic midterm campaigns, including abortion, guns, and January 6th on the U.S. Capitol, prompting fury from the party's candidates and leaders. Fury! It's a lot of fury. Republican Jesus is trending. It's got to be Trump, right? Isn't he Republican Jesus? It is a cult, some of these people that follow. I don't know how you turn that into. Again, fall in like with politicians. Zero problems. Falling in love with politicians? That's eh, scary. Juan Soto is trending. You don't know he's a baseball player. I think he's 23, 24. Uh, plays for the Nats out there in, in uh, D.C., Turned down a $440 million contract. Uh, wants to test the free agency market, so they're trying to move him now before he becomes a free agent. Not this year, but next year. And uh, 
A lot of teams, even small market teams, are throwing in, saying, "Hey, we can get this guy because we'll still have under we'll still have him under contract control and the arbitration for a couple of years." So, like, even the Oakland A's could get him for two years and try to win. They won't, but they could. Four hundred forty million is good money if you can get it. Or you could just play the lottery tonight and go, see, all that time you worked out was a waste. Head over to the magic of Google. Lots of different. I always like the, the, the differing things going on in Google. Right? Mira Sorvino talking about her father passed away. Paul Sorvino yesterday passed away. As well as actor David Warner, who was the villain, the Titanic and Tron and many others. He died at age 80. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joni Mitchell returns to the Newport Folk Fest. Yeah, she's still uh, she's still doing her thing. Was she one of the ones that pulled out of Spotify for like an hour and a half? Was was that it? I think so. I think so. Not quite sure. Recession is also trending big time over there. Recession. The recession. I don't know if we're going to have recession. And again, all recession, not all recessions are the same. It can be a recession, right? So it can be a, we contracted, we're definitely in a slowdown, the economy's getting choked off. All of those things are real. All of those things are real. But it doesn't mean we're going to have 12, 15, 20% unemployment, and it doesn't mean we're going to go into a depression. It just means we have a slowdown in the economy, a pullback. So not all recessions are alike. They're different, like snowflakes. No, not the ones who bitch all the time and whine. I'm trying to, I, I am trying to make sure that my kids are non-snowflakey. I am trying to make sure that. I'll tell you what I'm doing, because uh, last night I went home and... Uh, Played a little wiffle ball with Jack. And let's just say this, uh, kids. Dad was dealing. There was no call to the bullpen, is what I'm saying. Talk about that. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's me, you're you. You know, this administration has uh, struggled with the economy. It's re- it's renaming the recession, the uh, slowdown fund, happy time. <laughs> this is what we're calling for now. We've entered the slowdown fund, happy time. You guys don't, are, you don't recognize the slowdown fund, happy time? Well, that's what we're in. I mean, some people want to call it a recession. We've redefined it to slowdown fund, happy time. Economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely. And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER, as as we have stated, of how they define uh, recession. They won't declare one until they have declared one. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. Yeah, that's uh, KJP. 
pee, struggling, as she does. It's not very nice, Chad. She does. So let's be real. So they're redefining it. So we got to redefine it. So what is a recession? Well, I mean, we're going to tell you what a recession is. Uh, yeah, it's a recession. No, no, no. But what is it? What do you think it is? That's not what I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm asking you, what do you think it is? Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, two quarters in a row of, uh, of uh, economic drawdown is, uh, is kind of what a recession is. Uh, you know, so two quarters. So you had the first quarter, right? Like, and then went, and it shrunk. That's a shrinking noise. And if we have a second quarter of recession, which we'll know on Thursday, it'll be in theory. But if you call it the getaway, happy, super fun time economy, then I guess we're going to have to go with that. Right? That's That's kind of what it is. So let's redefine all kinds of things. Let's take immigration, right? People got mad at me a couple weeks ago when I said this, and I'm like, why are you mad at me? First of all, I don't call gotaways gotaways. That, but isn't that better than illegal immigrants? Oh, geez, Chad, you said the I word. I know, right? Here today in Eagle Pass, we saw nine Republican lawmakers come down to get a first-hand look at the situation on the border. When you heard them speak, uh, what you heard was anger. Anger at what they say is a crisis situation that could soon affect national security. It's led to crime and much more crime to come. Hundreds of thousands of getaways. We don't even know who these people are or where they are. I personally will be shocked if in the next two to five years we don't have a significant 9-11 style attack if we don't turn this around and turn this around immediately yeah uh, i don't know about a 9-11 attack i think attack of that magnitude would be tough to to pull off again not saying it's not possible because as we all know anything is possible that being said you can't expect a million people to cross your border quote unquote the getaways and not think to yourself, there's probably some bad dudes in there. Right? We have no idea who any of those people are. They could be shining stars of everything. But we have no idea who they are. Zero. We have no idea who that person is. Why they're here. We can harbor a guess that they're here because they're struggling in a world of, of, of crime and corruption in their country. And they're coming here for a better life. You could easily make that argument. And that argument's probably true 98% of the time. Maybe 95. You got some people running from stuff. And then you've got some, you know, some people that may not be, uh, you know, above board, if you will. You can just see the chaos standing here day after day, either bodies fished out of the Rio Grande behind me or people rescued. There was a group of children who crossed in the family. They were trapped in the current, screaming for help. Customs and Border Patrol responded immediately with an airboat. They pulled the children from the current, dropped them off on the U.S. side. Yeah. It's a lot. Of issues. Like I said, we normally, and we talked a bit about it yesterday when it comes to illegal immigration, because I would love for somebody to explain to me the, the policy that allows anybody to come here completely as free as possible 
They're, they're, they're debating giving ID cards now. I mean, that's that's where we are. That's where we are. Like, should we just give them ID cards? Should we just make them a citizen? Should we just, hey, it's, it's it, the, the frustration level for so many people is through the roof. And if you go and look, I'm just going to throw this out there. You want to know why the Democrats are getting their asses handed to them right now by the, the Latinos, Hispanics, whatever it is that, that's making Do you want to know why? Because they're looking around going, whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell's going on here? Go down by the border. You'll find Latino people who are not, quote, unquote, thrilled by what's going on, Democrat or Republican. Mayor Adams yesterday comes on out and he's like, well, (laughs) all of these people that are here illegal are just showing up and it's putting all kinds of stress here in New York on all of our all of our institutions that are helping people out. So what? Deal with what everybody else has been dealing with. A party that has created an open borders policy and seems to be fine with it. And Republicans, I'm looking at you too, a party where you guys enjoyed the cheap labor because your donors were like, hey, hey, shh, shh, shh. don't do anything. But there's a difference between the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, we let a few get in and 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 to just having an absolute tsunami of humanity roll through here and potentially a million of them. We have no idea who they are and where they're going. Finally, the other thing we're seeing a lot of now is larger groups crossing all at once. One group yesterday afternoon of 200 men, women, and children crossing, several of them in bad shape. They need ambulances, and this is an area where hospitals are already at capacity. So a lot of local officials complaining about the strain on resources from this steady stream of migrants across the border. Yeah. And you've got Democratic mayors up and down cities on the border who are like, we've had enough, and we've been saying this for years. We've had enough. Enough is enough. No more. Enough is and it doesn't matter. Now that you've got D.C. complaining, well, they're shipping people here. And now that you've got people that are in New York complaining, well, I can't believe people are coming here. Guess what? They're starting to wake up a little bit. It's not a winning argument if you're a Democrat. It's one of those ones where you're like, okay, look, uh, I would like it to be a little bit easier for people to come here. Some people may want to make that argument. Okay. I mean, we're desperately in need of a lot of different things from high skilled workers to to the everyday labor. I get it. Make the argument fine like that. But allowing when all is said and done at the rate we're going, we're looking at probably 2.2 to 2.4 million people that we know are here. And about a million Godaways. So explain to me, that would mean in two years, his quote-unquote 11 million people, they're going to help get a pathway to citizenship, has jumped up to 18 million? At the rate he's going, by the time he's done as president, he'll be looking at 23 million. That's a lot of people. And we all know it's much higher than that. I think if the Democrats and the Republicans should all be shamed. But if you knew exactly what the number was, I bet people go like, we can't have that. 
Right? We, we can't have that. We can't. And I still wait all the time. I'm like, just tell me what the policy is at the border. Tell me what the policy is. Because the, the, the man who's running the border, DHS, Homeland Security, Ding Dong Mayorkas, is like, oh, it's, uh, we're safe, we're, it's secure, it's, no, it's safe, well, like secure. Three million, if three million people is secure, <laughs> what's unsecure look like? Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show was your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I know tomorrow's Woke Wednesday. I know it is, but every once in a while, I just want to make sure that you guys understand the wokiness that's out there. Because sometimes we get so much woke, we don't know what to do with it. Who created these monsters? We did. We birthed them. We nursed them. We read their little nursery rhymes and sang the little songs. We taught them in their preschools and their kindergartens and their first and third grades. White women craft their own gilded cage by raising little misogynistic patriarchal tyrants. <laughs> the guilt. I, I listen to that and I think to myself, is she aiming, is she going to write a book? I feel like you're writing a book and then you're going to go out and you're going to teach mothers how to raise more wussifications of America, more feminization of, of, of young men because that's what you think needs to have happen. And you feel guilty about it because your kid turned out to be a Richard maybe? We raise the little boys who grow up to be the Donald Trumps, the Mitch McConnells. White women raised them. But as a whole, white women raise the white boys who grow up to be the tyrants. The truth is, most white women are perfectly fine in the comfort of their gilded cage. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. I love the hand that rocks the cradle. Rebecca DeMornay. Phenomenal movie. Well, I'm raising a son, and uh, we're going to talk about that, because that right there is insanity. And we're going to touch on, you know, being a dad in a time when gender and misogyny and you're 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 bad and you're evil and you've got a a especially in california where he goes to school uh, an entire insane union that is pushing ideals that just don't fit with human history it's crazy it is it's absolutely insane It truly is. I feel that we raise these evil kids. So all kids are white that are young males are evil? So for every Donald Trump, nobody ever does anything when it comes to anything else? They're just all evil and bad? Right? There's no good cops that are white? No good, good, you know. Nothing else, right? Like no, no, no white guy that's a pizza delivery guy that's running inside of a house to, to, to save a bunch of kids? Nope, nope, nope. He just did that for his misogyny, probably. Jiminy Cricket, 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. 
tweet at her, text the program. She's probably getting cheered and jeered, and she should mostly be jeered. And if I was her kid, I'd be like, you suck. <laughs> you absolutely suck, Mom. You want to know why? You feel guilty because you are crappy at being a mom. Healthy Cell is awesome. So what is it? So, yeah, vitamins, right? And, yeah, Chad, you're talking about vitamins? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not sexy to talk about vitamins. You know what is sexy to talk about? Feeling good. Having a healthy immune system, right? Living amazingly well. And that's what's great. I love my kids. I want to be healthy, right? So I try to get certain things, you know, you know, into my body that I know that I lack. And I don't have to worry about that with healthy cell. Because when you go and take regular vitamins, first of all, they're ginormous and they're useless. Secondly, and this is important, your body doesn't absorb them. Not with healthy cell. It's an ingestible gel. <laughs> Suck it up. Boom. Away you go. Right now, you're going to get 20% off your first order. So instead of taking those hard-to-swallow pills for your immune system, your focus, your, I mean, we can go on and your sleep and your, this, take this. It gets in your bloodstreams faster, and it works. What? It works. You will love it. Clinically proven 165% more absorbable than pills, much more genteel on your gut, if you will, soluble, ultra tasty as well. I just want to let you guys know that. Tons of amazing, incredible things inside of Healthy Cell. Wouldn't talk about it if I didn't believe in it. Right now, stop paying for all those different bottles of pills. Get yourself some Healthy Cell. Limited time, go to HealthyCell.com slash chat. Use code chat, 20% off your first order. It's also risk-free, so if you don't love it, you get your money back guaranteed. HealthyCell.com slash chat. Use code chat, 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. We raise the little boys okay. who grow up to be the Donald Trumps, okay. the Mitch McConnells. All right. White women raised them. White people. Okay. But as a whole, white women yeah. raise the white boys. White boys, white women who grow up to be the tyrants. Tyrants, all of them. The truth is, most white women are perfectly fine in the comfort of their gilded cage. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Really? White women. See what you guys have done? Always blame it on the guys, right? Always blame it on the guys. Every day. Always blame it on the guys. But we find out it's the women. You guys are the problem. Bunch of hooey! Hogwash! Shut up. Such a bunch of crap. The tyrants. I'm raising... Youngsters. Right? I got two stepkids. Finn and Lily. I have got Jack and Charlie. Right? And I'm raising a young man. And I want him to be kind. I want him to be caring. I want him to be strong. I want him to push back when there needs to be pushback. I want him to be fair. I want my daughters to do the exact same 
thing. You can have empathy and show strength at the same time. So yesterday, uh, as a perfect example of, you know, I, I go home and we, we have a big wiffle ball game right, right now. And so and we had a big tournament set up for the weekend. You know, the whole family are going to have fun. Uh, I don't pull punches with Jack. And he was getting pissed last night. And I said, dude, what are you doing? So I'm angry. Why? Because I whipped up on your ass? Good. Now, you can do two things in life. You can do what most kids do nowadays, which is quit. Well, I'm not the best at it in the world, and I tried it for five minutes, so I don't want to play this thing anymore. Or you can go, okay, how do I get better? And those are the ch- some of the choices. We talk all the time about real stuff, right? Real issues. He goes to a – he's in a school district that's okay. The district itself is good, but you never know what's going to go on in California. But being a parent, it, it, it's so crazy in this world of like, how do you how do you parent a boy? You teach him to be a young man, and you're going to turn them loose on society, and you instill in them the things that are right and wrong and are real. My God, white women! I knew it was your fault, Chad Benson Joe. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson i was just talking to uh, phil about football because we're uh, if i am correct because you know the nfl is uh, well let's just be real it is uh, it's a religion here training camp is exactly <laughs> let's take a look because they're they're just releasing all the dates of training camp uh, less than a month away. Less than one month away from the NFL's training camps. camps, camps. And I was telling Phil before uh, we went to uh, break and during said commercial break that the Arizona Cardinals have signed their superstar quarterback, Kyler Murray, for way too much money. And uh, they are they put something in his contract that was weird. And it got out yesterday. So he just signed the contract the day before. And uh, he's a bit of an odd bird. I'm not going to lie to you on that. Uh, one, of the, one of our producers here locally, he went to school with Kyler. So he was just in kind of an odd bird. Loved baseball more than he liked football. But he's got huge money. But stuff got out about his contract. The specific wording of the clause is what's really kind of weird. That's the part where it starts to get insulting, right? He's not allowed to look up from his iPad at the television or check his phone during this. Now, I don't know how you, how you necessarily you know, regulate this, but they're basically telling him, if you are playing a video game while you're also studying, we can void your contract. I mean, think about that. That's not what they're, they're not saying, you know, oh, you're going to be suspended, you're going to be fined, whatever. Like, all this money goes away, potentially, if we find out 
that instead of doing the work we assigned you, you're texting someone. Yeah. So that big fat contract inside of there, <laughs> you've got to study film. You have to study uh, your opponents the prior to. Uh, you have to do this, that, and the other. And you cannot play video games before you study film. So it's an ironclad, maybe, kind of, sort of. Kids today, man, they like their games. They do. They love their video games. Who doesn't? Do you play video games? I do not. I see Jack and the kids play a lot of games, right? But they don't. Here's the thing. Jack has, and, 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 and my kids have the same kind of thing I did. I liked playing games, but I had a, a timeout period. Meaning I timed out at about an hour, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. I need to be outside. I need to be in the fresh air. I need to be running around. I can't do this all day. I need to be doing something. But I have friends whose kids, man, they'd be in the house all day. My oldest stepdaughter, Finn, she's the in the house forever. You know, she's get, she's on the spectrum. Uh, and she feels more comfortable, you know, kind of bit of a recluse at times, super talented artist, but, but, you know, and, and she does her own thing. She goes outside and she'll, she, we have trampoline and she'll bounce on the trampoline for like 45 minutes, even in the heat. But it's still kind of weird that kids can sit there all day, especially in the uh, virtual world. I'd like the virtual world. It was neat. I don't know if I could live there though. Don't know if I could live there. It's the world we live in, though, kids. That's where it's going. And so keep telling, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, if I was to put together a school today, uh, we would not deal with gender at all. I don't care what gender you you you, you describe of being. I don't care what you identify as. Our goal here is to teach you how to do math and STEM and uh, coding and things of that nature. It is about advancement, and it is about essentially the future and taking on the Chinese. It is not about your feelings. It is not about any of those things. I mean, the L.A. Unified School District, right, their whole thing now is about gender-affirming, and their whole thing that they're pushing is about moving in a way where where it's it, it's what it's queer all year in the class how about my kids are literate my kids are proficient in math not their feelings are this but my kids i don't know they can read you know we talk about the future right like oh everything's about the future if we were to look at the future right now of school of education in a lot of places especially large cities because here's the thing that 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 they don't tell you is the good schools their parents won't have any of this crap right oh they'll play the game of oh you know we've got you know 28 trans kids in our school and aren't we great and it's great for their instagrams and how woke they are but if it gets in the way of their kids educations they won't have any of it they won't it's one of the reasons I feel lucky that Jack goes to school where he goes to school because, fairness, it's it's predominantly Asian. They don't play this game. 
Their kid is not here for you to tell them that they could choose any gender they want. That is not why they're here. They're here because they're here for an education. Oh, oh yeah. We'll get in a little deeper tomorrow because there's some stuff coming out about the L.A. Unified School District that is just uh, terrifying, just frightening. But understand, we're taking on China. Do you guys not get that? Does nobody understand that? How many times we have Gordon Chang on and we talk about what we're doing when it comes to China? The fact that they are looking right now at Russia and going, man, those guys are doing whatever they want. The world's really not doing anything to them. Nothing that we're not helping them with. Hell, they're threatening Nancy Pelosi. That if she visits Taiwan, oh, she better watch out. Because that'll be seen as an act of aggression. We remain committed to maintaining cross-strait peace and stability uh, and our one China policy. They're in it to win it. When I look at our kids today and I look at what they're doing in school, so I'm always on Jack. What are you doing? What you learn today? Talk to me about what you're learning. What are you learning? I want to know what you're learning. Because if it's pronouns and crap, I, we're not doing that. You'll go to a private school. We're not going to play this game. You can be respectful. You can be kind. And if somebody says, I identify as a female or a male, and you say, well, what are you going by now? And they say, they, them. I said, but do you have a name or is it just they, them? They say, well, they call me, you know, Carrie or, you know, Mike. Okay, fine. I'll call you Mike. And you're kind to them. Don't let anybody pick on them. You get on with your life. But if it gets in the way of actual work, then I have a problem. We're taking on China. Understand that. They're trying to get a bill through, which, of course, is being hijacked, about chip making. Chip making is important. We don't even have the people in the necessary workforce to bring chip making back here but that's the goal that's where they're going to spend so much money people are like i can't believe they're going to spend all this money on 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 chips and stuff i'm like dorito i'm like not doritos you idiots and you know what it's vitally important it is this is it this is the race that that's happening this is the battle that's going on who's going to get there first who wants it more? Because I'll tell you what, I look around and I see a lot of soft, I see a lot of whiny, I see a lot of feelings, and I look over at China and I see a lot of want to win. Should China decide to withhold its production or inhibit Taiwan from exporting its chips or, or building them? We would have a serious economic and eventually national security issue on our hands. Yeah. I have a friend who's a professor at a college. I won't say where. But he says to me one time, <laughs> he says, you know, the old joke about uh, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters, like laughing. Says to me one time, says, not all Chinese uh, nationals that are here studying are spies, but all spies tend to be Chinese nationals. They're here to win. How could you say that? Go look. Go look what the British are saying. We just sold them 
gobs of farmland in areas where if they wanted to, they could disrupt our nuke capabilities. We sold them farm. Do you think they do that for us? We have a race going on. How are we going to approach this? That's a fair question. The world is separating into two again. A de facto bizarre Cold War with Russia, North Korea, China, Iran. China's already in Afghanistan. We, how many men and women did we lose? How many tens of thousands of people lost their lives on, on, on the Afghani side? How much pain and hell did we go through to seed that place in the way that we did only to watch China come in and go, ooh, okay. We better get our heads out of our butts. Just saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Touch a little bit on inflation. Plus, I've got your retirement plan locked up right here since you worry about that. Hello, Fresh. Meals galore and so much more. Tons of incredible meals. Uh, You're looking around, summer favorites, right? Just incredible, light, amazing food. Had some enchiladas last night, some pasta the night before that. The kids are cooking for us, kind of, sort of. I've noticed that they give me back the food. It's never really, like, when I take it out, I'm like, wow, it looks amazing. We've got it. And and Lily, my stepdaughter, she she fashions herself quite the chef. Uh, But it's so easy. You put it right into the, to, to the oven, and away you go. It gives you the time it's going to take. It gives you all of the things. The food is fresh. It is delicious. It is incredible. I had to give some of the my stuff out last week because I didn't have a place to take it because I was staying at a hotel because we had the power outage. They were like, dude, this is amazing. I'm like, right? It's incredible. If you want fresh food that tastes great, that is idiot-proof when it comes to if you have no skills inside of the kitchen, it is HelloFresh. Tastes delicious. Tons of sides and desserts, 55 weekly options. You can do everything from your app, and no other meal kit gives you what they do. So, what are you waiting for? The best portions, the best taste, easy, simple, delicious, HelloFresh, 16 free meals for you right now. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson. Use Benson 16. So, HelloFresh.com slash Benson 16. You're going to get 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. That's Benson 16. Benson 16 at HelloFresh.com. You're going to get 16 free meals, three free gifts, over seven boxes. HelloFresh.com slash Benson 16. Not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You're, You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? Well, they're going to redefine the word. 
recession. That's the whole point of what's going on now with the way the White House is approaching things. Economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely. And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER, as as we have stated, of how they define uh, recession. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. They're not going to define it because they don't want to. They want to uh, change the wording of recession. It's not quite a recession. It's something different. Uh, This group over here is not saying it's a recession because of several other factors. But, you know, okay, whatever. But you know what, kids? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because when you're freaking out about money, just know this. One buck, one, one dollar could change your life. If a single winner matches each number, the Mega Millions cash option would be worth 470.1 million bucks after taxes. Falling right behind the largest amounts ever won. $1.6 billion in January of 2016, $1.5 billion in October of 2018, and $1 billion in January of last year. So let's just say you decided, you know what I'm going to do? So I'm going to take all that money and I'm going to invest it, right? And throw all that money and invest. I, I, I've won my $470 million. I'm taking the big giant cash lump. Now, some people have gone and, well, they've, they, they've, they've done some stuff. Most lottery winners will buy new cars or homes and pay off debt, but some will start their own TV shows. Wrestlelicious, founded by Jay Vargas. She whips her into the corner. The show folding after one season. Others launching a more successful endeavor. Titanic Irish Whiskey, founded by a winner with a taste for the hard stuff. And John Cooney, one of a $319 million jackpot winner in 2011, donated part of his sum to build a water park in his hometown in honor of his and his wife's parents. Yeah, some people do that. But let's just say for the sake of argument, Chad, what do you think I should do? You find something with a 5%. So you, and I'm taking, you take $450 million. So you take $20 million and you do whatever the hell you want. You get it out of your system. You buy the big house. You furnish it. You buy the stupid cars. You do all of the stuff, right? You got the watches, the trips, all of the stuff. Pay off all the debt you have, your family, whoever you want to help. And you roll the other into investments that will give you 5% a year. You'll make make $2,250,000 a year just on that. So you can live that lifestyle, invest it. Not bad. Or start a horrible wrestling thing. <laughs> Those are your only two choices. What was the first one again? I can make $2.25 million and take $20 million, do whatever the hell I want, blow it on anything and all the stuff, and still be able to make that and still have $450 million. Or I could blow it all on a horrible wrestling thing. I think I'm going to go with A. <laughs> Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. We'll talk a little more recession. A lot of other stuff coming up. Chad Buzzle Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Always remember, my friends, and never, ever, ever forget, it's the economy, stupid. We've been talking about it all day. We'll continue to talk about it because what matters to most is the economy. Why is that? Because that's how life flows, right? That's it. Number one thing people are worried about is the economy. Difficulty paying bills tops the pandemic high. Think about that for a second. Soak that up for one second. Soak it up for one second. The number one thing that people are stressed about is the economy. They're worried about crisis when it comes to said economy. And because it's all of us, right? I mean, there's no doubting it at this moment in time. People are scared. People are, 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 are worried that, you know, that we may be in a recession. How could you not be as a human being paying your bills? Don't worry, though. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, the employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. My, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to a steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Is 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 it going to be recession? By the way, what's a recession? We talked about it all day because they're redefining the words, right? Transitory. Everybody's redefining something. It's we've got a trans recession. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession? No? That's not the technical definition. There is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. And most of the data that they look at right now continues to be strong. I will be amazed if the NBER would declare this period to be a recession session so what is the technical term because everybody's looking i go well what's the term is when a business cycle contraction happens generally two quarters in a row. now some of those things are different and remember not all recessions are the same but it's hard for me to sit here and think i'm listening to you guys because well you guys have got it right all the time I'm listening to you guys because you've knocked it out of the park. You said inflation wasn't going to be anything but transitory. You said it wasn't going to be here for a very long time. And yet here we are talking about inflation while it is coming down. Have we peaked? I would like to think so. I would love to think that we have peaked. But do I think so? No. No, I think maybe in some areas we've gotten to an area where we have hit, at least for now, a potential for a high. But a lot of that has to do with several different factors playing into it, including what's going to happen, yes, in in Russia and the Ukraine. Uh, But on top of that, some of the other stuff that's going on out there. Our consumption. How much are we going to stay employed through a lot of this stuff? Meaning there are a lot of businesses out there that are worried about keeping their employees and worried about getting new employees. Are they willing to eat some of this downturn in the economy? And then you've got plenty of other issues like, yes, the supply chain, what's going on in China, COVID. All of those things play a factor in this. It's not a everything is 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 based on this, but 
Do if I asked again a hundred people, are they going to give me everything's great? No. Are they going to give me something feels a bit off? There's a chance for that, right? There's a chance for that. But let's say seventy-five to eighty percent say something feels a bit off, but they can't put their finger on it. That's kind of what people are feeling. There's an unease going on, an unease. People feel a little, they're, they're not quite sure how to, to take it. And because of that, you start to get a sense of, well, we're not quite sure how to take this, so I'm going to pull back a little bit. I'm going to hold off a little bit. Walmart yesterday, you know, they downgraded their, their earnings uh, and what they're expecting. So these are little things that go into it. You look for signals. And if you've got some money, now's a great time and you're not worried about your job or you're sitting okay, now's a great time to buy a lot of goods because goods are cheap, but yet expensive. Again, goods we want, some of them are cheap. Things we need are getting more expensive. It's always been that way. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. (sighs) Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from you. We're not too far away from... uh, So next week, a week from today... We've got the 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 big vote here in the state. Now, this is not for governor. This is just the primaries. But everybody's looking at this state and I've heard shows across the country. I've been on shows across the country. Talking about what's going on here, because they see the, the choice again is Trumpism and the MAGA versus conservatism. What's the conservative? Who's the conservative choice? Is there a difference? You know, everybody screams, rhino, rhino, rhino. What's a rhino? Republican in name only. We, we, we've gone in a much different direction nowadays. There's a battle going on inside of the Republican Party. Definitely. It's hard to believe that the person who would be the successor to the MAGA crown in Arizona is somebody who was hosting drag queen parties, uh, community organizing for Barack Obama, funding abortion through Planned Parenthood, and even likely voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016. And they're talking about uh, the lady named Carrie Lake. Now, who is Carrie Lake? She is a former Fox locally uh, she's a Fox TV host. So she was the evening, you know, big anchor. And she was all of the things that he said. I mean, did she host at her house? That's debatable. Did she hang out with drag queens again? Whatever you do in your life, I don't really care. That's your thing. It's not a big deal. Uh, again, live your life. You do you, boo. Those things should matter. But then when you come out and you're you're going out and the, you, you've, you've done the 180, which is what people are looking at. This 180 with her, where she did campaign for Barack Obama, where on the day of Trump's inauguration, she had up pictures of Trump saying, not my president. This is how you protest all of the things that she that she did in the past. And then, boom, the 180, the spin. People are asking questions about that, have every right to do so. And again, the MAGA agenda is an agenda that is a somewhat populist agenda. But is she the person that's going to, you know, hold, you know, hold the mantle, if you will? The other side of it is you've got somebody who is who's who seems ready for the gig in uh, Karen Taylor Robeson, uh, who seems ready for this gig. Right. Like this is kind of the thing that she's done. She's built this thing together. And she's put this, you know, like a life of, of, of serving, you know, she's, she worked with Reagan. She's done all these things. 
And the fact that we're talking about a lot of this stuff shows you also that Trump has sway still. Has sway. Now, how much sway is what people are looking at? Because I think there's a lot inside the Republican Party that while they support Trump outwardly because they're afraid of what he could do to them press-wise, if he was to maybe be weakened a bit, I don't think people would be angry with that. And I'm not talking about his movement. I'm not talking about a lot of the things that that Trump stood for, because I can separate the two. I'm talking about Trump the man. That's what I'm talking about. If that can happen, I think some people in the party, I think a lot of people in the party would be happy with that. Not that they wouldn't want to rely on him. Not that they wouldn't want him to see him stick around and be somewhat of a kingmaker, which is what I think he should be doing. But his entire time he was here on Friday, it was all about him. And that's just it. It's all about him. I'm always amazed that, you know, these people, they, they court his, his, they, they want him to endorse them. And then when he comes out to do something for him, it's all about him in the 2020 election. I think Trump could win the 2024 election. I don't think he should run, but I think he could win it if he'd stop talking about 2020, but he can't. He cannot stop talking about it. He can't. He can't stop it. And he needs to. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. It's going to be very interesting to see how these two fare next week, though, because it's been a nasty campaign in a lot of ways. Uh, and I think and, and my big thing with Kerry Lake is if you're doing this because you're grabbing the low-hanging fruit, you know, as they would say, and not, not that people are crazy, but the low-hanging fruit in the meaning, meaning this is just easy to pick right here, and you're disingenuous, you're coming across as a grifter, that to me is, 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 is worse than somebody who maybe believes a lot of the stuff that she throws out there, which just makes you scratch your head. If you're taking advantage of people, uh, and I'm hoping that voters are smarter than that. And I would like to have seen what it was like had she been able to do a lot of her own campaigning without feeling like she's got to campaign more for Trump. Because that's what this is. This right here, this battle that's going on, not just here, but countrywide, uh, is a battle of Trump versus the Republicans or Democrats. He's just these people are just puppets. For him, a mouthpiece. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Give it to my dog every day. Give it to my little dogs, too. My little dogs, so I, we always talk about doodle, but I, I started my little dogs off with them. And the funny thing is, they love it. So we sprinkle on top of their food. We've never changed anything. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. It's got all this incredible stuff. We get them good food, and we just sprinkle it on top of their food. And they love it. And it's funny because... We'll put their food out, and they'll kind of pause and like, are you going to do the stuff? Because I don't feel like you're doing the stuff. We sprinkle it on top, and away they go. And it is incredible. We don't take our dogs to the vet because they're never, ever sick. You know, we take them every once in a great, great while for a checkup. Outside of that, it's just amazing. And for our older dog, Toodle, obviously what it's done for him with his hip pain and all that stuff, it's just been incredible. If you love your animals like I love my animals, as well as Dr. Dennis Black, who put together Rough Greens, why don't you get a bag for free? He's going to send you a bag for free. You have to do nothing but pay for the cost of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Now is your chance to get yourself a little Rough Greens for free. Just cover the cost of shipping. It's that simple. Roughgreens.com slash chat. It's the Chad Benson Show.
Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Things have changed today, James. Paul Servino, who rose to prominence in productions like that championship season, had a career that spanned over five decades with roles in stage, television, and film, including mobster Paul Cicero and Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Don't make a jerk out of me. Just don't do it. He also turned to the other side of the law in the early 90s on Law and Order. As Sergeant Phil Serretta. They don't sell hot guns at Brooks Brothers. I am telling His daughter Mira Servino won the Oscar in 1996 for Mighty Aphrodite, except with her father in attendance. When you give me this award, you honor my father, Paul Sorvino, who has taught me everything I know about acting. I love you very much, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Paul Sorvino was a uh, Paul Sorvino was an interesting character, uh, indeed. He was kind of like he was in the shows, kind of in real life. And I remember when he went after uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein, you know, because he's got his daughter, right, Mary Sorvino. She won the Academy Award. Uh, she's a big actress in her own right. And she was also in the industry and being in the industry, you may have come across, uh, you know, somebody like Harvey Weinstein, especially if you had any kind of chance at stardom and or were on the rise. It is reprehensible beyond description that women have been treated in this manner. You know, when you've had a phenomenal mother like I had, you are automatically a feminist. That's why I have this wonderful wife. The, the reality is that uh, anyone who takes advantage of women should be publicly strangled, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll volunteer. <laughs> uh, lived a good life, though, man. You get 83 good years or so out of it. You're living a good life. Uh, can we all agree on that? You're doing all right. That's what I'm just saying. You're doing Alright, 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Played a little uh, so, uh, little ball last night with Jack. And I was showing him this play at the uh, Dodger game. So you haven't seen this. is a uh, uh, an amazing play by the ball girl at said Dodger game. On the ground and fair. I don't know how he hit that and then the ball girl scooped it up. Thank you, Caitlin. She didn't realize it had been called a fair ball, obviously. Uh-oh. I did what? She, I just think that ball babes and ball dudes is just a good part of the game. You just can't ever yell at them. Hey, she made a great play. Yeah. The guy's probably going, he realized, oh, God, I said ball dudes. And ball, I said ball babes. She did. She made a good play. Uh, there was a great play the other night, too, at the uh, Oakland A's game. So, uh, so the Oakland A's have one of those old stadiums they play down there, you know, where they play football. And they don't have a bullpen like all major league teams do for the most part nowadays, which is, you know, behind uh, one of the, you know, left field and right field. And you're back there and you've got your. So they're exposed. And this dude rips one and the ball guy dives and saves their relief pitcher who would have been thumped had it not been for it. This girl. Ball babe, you shouldn't say that. You know, people are going to come for you today. I'm surprised he's not suspended for the next six weeks and have to go to cultural s- sensitivity training. I don't even know what they send you to anymore. <laughs> so last night I was telling you guys, I was playing ball with Jack, and I love this about kids. And, I, and, and I'm trying to instill this in, in my kids, uh, that you don't give up, right? You get frustrated in life. You don't give up. And, and, and I haven't played any kind of baseball or wiffle ball, God, since I can remember. I mean, I think the last time I played it, I was probably in my early 20s, and we used to kind of have this thing where, you know, I come back from, you know, Europe, and 
enjoy some time off, you know, playing soccer or whatever I was doing over there. And, and my buddies and I used to get together. And we used, you know, even the time we were kids, we'd have wiffle ball tournaments. And, uh, uh, you know, and we got to the point where we had, you know, we had a big board and we had like seatings and the whole nine yards. And, and it's been a while. It's been 30 plus years, right? You know, since I've, uh, since I've thrown the wiffle ball. So the other night we play, I win three to two. We're having a fun time. Last night, though, uh, you know, I go out and I get home from work and it's late. And I'm like, dude, come on. We got to play. We're going to play quick. And let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this if we're going to do it. So go out there. And I beat him. I beat him like six, seven, nothing. But I could see him getting frustrated. And, uh, you know, he, I'm up three, four, nothing in the first little inning. We play like four innings and uh, something like that. And then, and then he gets the bases loaded with nobody outs. And, you know, dad, you know. I said, all right, I'm starting throwing some junk and some doing stuff. And I strike him out. And then I see him getting frustrated. I end up winning like 6 nothing or something like that. And, and, I, and, I, and I, but I'll be honest, I bust his balls the whole time. Right? And he's getting frustrated. And I tell him afterwards, I'm not going to let you win. I'm not. My dad didn't let me win. And I'm not going to take it easy on you. Right? Because, because that's what everybody else does. As a dad, I want to prepare you for a lot of things. And one of those things is there are things out there that you're going to have to learn to get better at. There's no doubt in my mind, if he wants to, he's going to be way better at me than baseball and stuff. Like that. But you've got to want it. And see, he goes, did your dad do the same thing? I said, he absolutely did. I said, let me tell you something, too. Not only did he do it, he did it and then some. And he's like, oh. And I said, and the reason was simple. It's part of what it is, 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 is learning. And I said, you have two ways to go, Jack. You can get frustrated and give up, which is what I see so many kids do nowadays, way more. Or I said, you can get frustrated, pissed, and then try harder. Work on getting better. I think that's the route he's going to go. But man, whew, got a little angry last night. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at me, text the show. Fun show today. We'll do it again. Oh, I don't know. Tomorrow, it's Tuesday. Get yourself some tacos. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.